You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events to get free and periodic updates to this program and our other interesting programs. Be sure to enter your email address in the subscribe to WHTT box on the right side of our website, WHTT.org. And now, ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to be talking with our founder and director, uh, Chuck Carlson, on an article he's written recently entitled, Mainland, I'll try, Mainline Churches Lead Way to Saving Half Million Families in Gaza. Chuck, tell us about the article. Okay, uh, well, in the first place, um, we, we retitled this program, uh, Mainline Churches Take the Lead Toward World Peace. And that's the way it shows on the website. Um, the reason that we did this uh, is because uh, though we do talk about Gaza, uh, what the real issue of the article is, is uh, how we can bring about world peace or at least the elimination of unnecessary and brutal wars. And of course, the most obvious case of this uh, is what's going on in Gaza, where you have two million, maybe two and a half million people uh, locked up in a little area uh, where they are daily and weekly victims of all kinds of brutality and where um, they are in a position where uh, they have unliv- unlivable conditions to live in. It's very, very tempting to talk exclusively about Gaza. And uh, what we need to keep in mind, we think, is that uh, there is now a movement uh, that is started in the churches uh, that is uh, exposing what is going on in Gaza. And um, if the crimes against the Palestinians ended tomorrow, it would not change the fact that we are constantly engaged in uh, a new war that's being sought to take the place of the old wars. And that all of these wars have an economic purpose and reason behind them. Uh, They are all done to control us uh, and to control uh, the, uh, the resources that we have, such as uh, the world's supply of oil. Uh, so uh, in our, in our uh, program, we uh, have ended up entitling it Mainline Churches Take the Lead Toward World Peace. And in it, we talk about the new trend that's going on in some of the mainline churches, and including the biggest ones, the biggest of the mainline churches. And uh, this movement is to uh, expose the brutality that's going on in Palestine uh, against uh, the Palestinians. And while this is the, the most obvious case and the most blatant case of murderous brutality against uh, unarmed people probably in the world today or perhaps that we can possibly find. Um, 
it is still not the end all in what's going on uh, among those who seek to control us. And uh, we are uh, welcoming uh, the movement within the mainline churches uh, that is uh, recognizing uh, what's going on in Israel-Palestine because we believe that once the churches put behind them the idea that uh, being involved in world politics or national politics uh, is unbecoming to them and unchristian-like, uh, as soon as they put that uh, aside by getting involved in uh, one crime that's going on in front of us, we think they're going to become very conscious of the other crimes that are being carried out by the same people. And so we see this as a awakening uh, and uh, the encouragement of these mainline churches. Now, mainline, that, that means those that are not Christian Zionist. And uh, the definition of a Christian Zionist is found in our paper. Uh, and uh, the mainline churches are the old churches that have never adopted the notion that when the state of Israel was formed in 1948, that it was God's will, and that uh, the rest of the world should treat the state of Israel as God's chosen people, and therefore cut them slack when they murder their neighbors. Uh, so we see now the start of a movement within the mainline churches that have never ascribed to that uh, idea formally. Uh, when we when, that we we see when we see this movement of awakening among them, uh, we believe that is very important and we're going to concentrate more of our efforts on trying to focus on the mainline churches. So that's what's behind the paper we did and it uh, ends up being a pretty long paper, Craig. But uh, yeah. uh, we, uh, we think it uh, gets to this issue that we're talking about. Right, Chuck, you know, you were definitely one of the pioneers in uh, coining the phrase uh, Christian Zionism and exposing uh, the the evangelical church is error in uh, uh, lifting up the secular political state of Israel to some uh, godly position. And definitely want to, want to thank you for doing that. And as you were just speaking, I was I was thinking how, you know, maybe we're getting close to a tipping point. Uh, the, the, the critical mass as the uh, the populace becomes more and more aware of what's actually going on there. I'm I'm thinking it's liking in it to a mortgage payment. You you just buy the house and very little of your payment goes to interest. But as it gets closer to the end, more and more of the uh, uh, the your payment goes to principal. So maybe we're starting to see more principal uh, being applied to the fight against uh, Christian Zionism. And uh, that's definitely our prayer, and we're definitely seeing it. Uh, I remember in, in broadcast past, we've talked about how in the in the war of pictures, Israel loses because uh, seeing innocent young uh, Palestinians having their knees blown apart by Israeli snipers, Israel loses in that war of pictures. And as as that information gets out, and especially with uh, social media and other as, uh, assets that we have today that you didn't have. 15 and 20 years ago, that information is getting out 
and and people are beginning to realize that the emperor has no clothes, which is an article that we did, uh, you know, I guess it was a couple of years ago, the Israeli emperor has no clothes, exposing the uh, lies and the falsehoods of the Israeli government and what they put out. So, Chuck, can you go ahead and how you see uh, the the changes being uh, uh, implemented in the in the in the churches and like you, you mentioned several denominations like uh, ELCA, Lutherans and Methodists and Presbyterians. Uh, how, how have you seen the changes? Well, thanks for Craig. Uh, good observation. Um, if we would have looked back um, 20 years and some of us looking at this 20 years ago, we would have found a one way street uh, up and down our, um, our residential neighborhoods um, and this this was the evangelical so-called evangelical movement that had started to pick up the idea of Zionism, as I described it. Uh, that being the belief that the state of Israel is the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies, and therefore it has become holy and cannot is untouchable. And I repeat that at the risk of repeating myself, but it's uh, very important. By the way, that definition comes very close to the one that appears in Wikipedia when you search for what is Christian Zionism. There are hmm. just a couple of words different, but the idea is soundly there, uh, and it points to this, uh, this very thing. Uh, and uh, so what we are now uh, seeing is uh, the, the change in the mainline churches who essentially were not even aware of a conflict in Gaza, but they were not harnessed by and, uh, and tethered to this notion that you had to treat Israel differently than you treated any other nation. Uh, that is the evangelical notion. And uh, we, of course, have come to call the evangelical churches Christian Zionists because all those who answer to the name evangelical are not Zionists. For instance, the Evangelical Lutheran Church is one of the leaders, uh, we think, and we see evidence of that, in the movement uh, to expose what Israel does to the Palestinians. So the word evangelical is something we're dropping from our vocabulary in describing Zionists. Um, and we're putting the word Christian Zionists, we're putting the Christian in quotation marks now when we write it because we want people to understand that we don't take the Christian part of Zionism seriously. It's something they call themselves, but we don't necessarily believe that followers of Zionism can be Christians. We really doubt right. whether you really follow both, Zionism and Christianity. Um, uh, so uh, th th that's, uh, in a nutshell, I guess, uh, where we have started. Um, the uh, uh, issue that has been brought up most commonly is the issue of aid to Israel. And this is logical because it involves both uh, uh, criminal actions, funding criminal action. Uh, once you recognize what Israel does with the money, uh, you can't escape the idea that you're funding killing. Uh, so it's logical that uh, this would be a, attract the attention of the new 
crowd that's coming in on our side and basically calling to end, for ending aid to Israel under the premise that they're using the, the money, uh, the money we give them to kill people. Now, among those who have come out and signed documentation indicating uh, their, uh, th- that they want uh, the aid to Israel curtailed is the ELCA Lutherans, the United Methodists, the Presbyterian Church, uh, I believe that's PCUSA, the Presbyterian Church USA, right. and mm-hmm. the United Church of Christ. Those are the, the, the four biggest uh, names, and there are nine more who are not quite as large or, or considerably large, uh, smaller than this. And then there is also the Roman Catholic Church uh, that is actually uh, socially conscious and recognizing this. So these are uh, signs and symptoms of the change that's going on. Uh, Elizabeth Eaton, a Lutheran, the bishop of the Lutheran Church, I guess that's the leading uh, in, in the, uh, uh, yeah, the, the Evangelical Lutheran Church. The, they call them the ELCA. Uh, she uh, she uh, called attention to this and uh, and has led and has given a, a very strong statement that was uh, published in uh, the uh, first in a Lebanese-based news channel, and which is which has been attempted, it's attempted to keep it out of our mainline news, but she made a very strong statement listing five or six points, including the need to curtail aid to Israel. It looks like this group is also coming out of the boycott movement, which is called Boycott, Divestor, and Sanction, and that is a uh, is an organization that actually started in Palestine. So these are some of the, some of the things that are starting to go on and that really encourage us. And we detail a lot of this in our article entitled Mainline Churches Take a Lead Toward World Peace. That's what you, the way you'll find it on the website. Great. Well, it's, inter- it's interesting, Chuck, as you, 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 you mentioned these groups that are coming out and vocally saying it's time to stop supporting Israel. Well, the pushback is getting stronger, too. You're, you're getting uh, state legislatures uh, saying that if uh, any, any company or person supports the BDS movement, they cannot win a contract with that uh, municipality or, uh, or state. Uh, also, we have our, our own President Trump, who just recently, when he spoke to the Israeli-American Council conference in Washington, D.C., he's saying we've, we've got to get Americans to support Israel more, and we've got to fight BDS. And so we've got the president, uh, many of, most of his cabinet, if not all, and most of the Congress saying, you know, more support for Israel because they're bought and paid for by our, our tax dollars that get funneled through Israel and then come back out and, and buy the politicians. And so uh, it's definitely an uphill fight. And so the, the, the battle is definitely heating up, Chuck, as, as more and more people become aware of the atrocities and the, just the insanity that's going on with uh, Israel. Absolutely. And uh, the politicians will continue to, uh, uh, to support Israel because of the pressure put upon them 
by the money factions that basically do control elections. Um, we see this now, now in, uh, uh, in, in everyday uh, election detail uh, where you can tell how much money uh, the politicians have by how often they uh, come on on primetime TV with their ads, uh, like mm-hmm. Blumenthal of uh, New York, uh, who's on all the time. Um, but I think that, uh, that what will have to prevail here is the truth. And uh, the good thing about what the, uh, the mainline churches are saying and doing is that uh, you can't refute it based upon um, honest answers. Whereas almost everything that comes out of the Christian Zionist or dispensational churches uh, can easily be challenged um, if you just have an opportunity to talk about it. In other words, right. their big, the big thing lacking in their argument is the truth. Mm-hmm. Whereas the mainline churches have truth on their side. And that's the obvious reason why you, you now are having this movement spread. Uh, here are some of the smaller denominations that have followed the example of the four I gave you. Uh, they include the Alliance of Baptists. Now, that's not the Southern Baptist Convention, which is the largest denomination in the, in the United States, and which is predominantly and leadership-wise uh, Zionist. But the Alliance of Baptists is the smaller Baptist churches, which I think used to uh, include uh, uh, the, the United Baptist Church and several other branches. Uh, uh, also included are uh, the uh, United Brethren in Christ, um, the, the, the Quakers, the Society of Friends, the Mennonite Church, and, um, and as I mentioned before, the one that's hardly small, uh, the, the giant Roman Catholic Church. Um, so as you have denominations that have strong elements, at least, of support for these, this principle of defending the Palestinian people's rights, you're going to have the movement uh, showing up for other warring acts. And this is, uh, Craig, where we need to come in because someone needs to make the connection between the murder of innocent Palestinian people and all the other wars that are brewing uh, that our politicians and leaders are trying to get us into. And, uh, mm-hmm. even, and that, of course, leads to having to have an understanding of how the wars are financed, because war is all about money. Right. Uh, it's a process of taking money from you and me and giving it to someone else who then makes, uh, makes equipment with it, machinery, uh, or uh, simply bribing people all over the world. Uh, and so you have um, the, the warring system is, of course, an economic tool used to control us. And so all of these things wrap together. Here you have uh, the Israeli movement uh, wrapped in uh, to uh, the, uh, um, the, uh, the money issues. Uh, and of course, uh, then uh, the war the war issue uh, at the top of uh, the, the picture. 
Uh, so as we go, our our purpose and goal and needs are going to become wider and more complicated and more difficult because we have the we have the uh, we have the aim of tying together these things as they should be tied together in truth. Uh, how the uh, funding of the wars are taken. And Israel, of course, is a wonderful example. For instance, uh, we are now in the process of giving military aid to the state of Israel that runs into the billions of dollars uh, every year. And not only that, but the commitments are made for multiple years. Mm-hmm. And this is only part of what is granted to the state of Israel. So. Uh, when the uh, Lutherans and Methodists and Presbyterians and so on and all these 11 denominations, if they ever get through their head that they're being having their money stolen for the purpose of supporting these things, they would become much more active in, uh, in, in, in the effort. And that's what, we, that's what we are working for. We hold these truths. And uh, it's a focus that we are beginning to um, to uh, uh, seek, uh, we actually have in the past predominantly aimed, aimed our efforts at trying to change the Zionized churches that already believe that the state of Israel is the fulfillment of Bible prophecy and that Israel, Israel uh, in some cases, they treat Israel with more respect than Jesus Christ. Exactly. Uh, and so uh, as this... Uh, uh, grows uh, in in uh, if our efforts can be uh, made to reach out in some way to the leadership of these churches and to help tie together uh, the, what they already know and are already acting upon with the political schemes that are being used to finance it, uh, then uh, we have actually done something where we have a chance to actually change the underlying uh, political and financial funding of all of this war that we're involved in. You know, Chuck, as as Christians speaking out against war and against the ungodliness that we see all around us, it uh, I'm reminded of the scripture where, where Satan is likened to the thief who comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is the, the mission that we see of the Zionists. They, they're stealing the land. They're, just, they're ethnically cleansing the land. They're destroying and they're stealing the property. And that is the, the essence of what's going on there. And it really becomes an unholy alliance between the military-industrial military complex, the, uh, the Israeli uh, Eretz Israel um, idea that they, they've got this mandate to take all the land back that somehow was, was promised to Abraham or, or Moses, you know, way thousands and thousands of years ago. And that gives them carte blanche to do all these dastardly deeds. And so it definitely is an unholy alliance that doesn't represent uh, justice, righteousness, goodness, anything Christian at all. And for the, the church to start waking up to this. And I like how you said that the people, the, the, the churches need to realize that this is costing us. It's not just uh, biblically and ethically wrong. It's financially detrimental to the welfare of this nation. When you look at our national debt, how much of it has been spent on warfare 
and supporting these endless wars for Israel. Uh, that's the message that needs to get out. However, when you see the, the, the media so controlled by the Zionist entities, it's hard to get it out. So again, uh, I applaud you, Chuck, for uh, sticking to this over the years, uh, little by little by little, uh, being faithful and getting this message of uh, Christian Zionism and how uh, detrimental it is to the safety and well-being of the planet. Thanks, Greg. Um, and thanks for your efforts. Um, we uh, have a lot to do, but the progress that's been made somehow while we've been on watch is very encouraging. And I think one of the most encouraging things about it is this uh, awakening in the mainline churches, the sleepy old, we used to call them the sleepy old mainline churches. And um, that was back when I was a member of a Southern deacon in the Southern Baptist Church. So we've all come this way by experience. And, um, and, and uh, as, as we go along, we need to keep reminding church leaders that, uh, that freedom uh, to have church, to freedom that our country has enjoyed uh, for these years uh, is at risk because um, those who need to control uh, the world, the world's oil supply, the world's money, uh, and uh, other, uh, the world's food, uh, they desperately need to control the churches for the very reason we're pointing out. The churches basically are the, are the, uh, the, the organizations where the truth should be, should shine through, and where they should stand for it at any cost and any price. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, of course, why we make this effort in the churches is because that's where we should be able to find the, the people with the souls to, uh, to stand for righteousness in Gaza, uh, against war all over the world. And uh, we think that all they need in order to do this is to have the, uh, have the pieces tied together into an explanation that makes sense so that they can go home and tell their kids about it. And that's what we really want to see. Well, Chuck, thank you for this, um, this great article. And we hope that our listeners will, will take the time to read it and get out and uh, see the, the, in their church what uh, the church believes. I know in this article you mentioned uh, going to a, a young elder in the church who had no conception of what Christian Zionism uh, even is. So it's uh, it's something that the education needs to be increased, and that's what uh, we hold these truths all about. So Chuck, thank you very much for your article. Thank you, Craig. It's great to be with you. Thanks for listening. If you like this program, please let your friends know about it and our other thought-provoking podcast. And be sure to visit our website, whtt.org, for a wealth of information on Christian Zionism and other critical issues that we face. Also at whtt.org, you can watch for free our award-winning documentary film, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1.